0: You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcaracci, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Hello, welcome everybody. This is Ryan again with Business Stories, and today's guest is Janine Brisebois with 7 CEO. Janine helps people with uh, their own struggles, sometimes with with their mental um inadequacies and challenges that, that hinder their success with their business growth and their own personal growth. Uh, Janine, thanks for being here. It's great to have you.
1: Fantastic. Thanks a million for inviting me, Ryan. No problem. You know, it's,
0: it's a really interesting time to be talking about this with all that's going on and with the world. So talk to us about your background, your experience, and how you came to be uh, the founder of this company.
1: Thank you. I certainly will do that. I had the novel opportunity to begin my life on a farm. Now, I know that that may not be a big deal to a lot of people, but what was critical there is that we had no electricity or running water. Mm -hmm. And if we wanted something, it meant running to the well. So we had animals like cattle, chickens and pigs that we all had for slaughter. Mm -hmm. And it's actually in this part of my survival experience that my curiosity and my curious nature was peaked. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When we were confronted with the butchering of animals, I became profoundly curious about the workings of the body, the miracle of life and death, Mm -hmm. the humbling experience of holding a warm heart in my hands was profound so I began viewing life as questioning what everything meant for myself for others and through people's perceptions I became absolutely thirsty for knowledge the knowledge of understanding other people's experiences and interpretations of that So I went to university when I left home, I have a science degree and curiosity was my foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I studied the human brain and nervous system and I continue to study it. And what I found in my studies and in my work as a counselor and educational coordinator, and also as a massage therapist was that trauma is something every single person has experienced. Right. It resides in our bodies for life until we release it from our nervous system. So in addition with that, I became a master at language and words and how those trigger our health and wellness. Because our main communication system is through our nervous system. So the 7D comes from the the belief that we are made up of at least seven dimensions. And some of those dimensions are emotional, physical, spiritual, neurological environmental. And the reason I choose to work with leaders is because leaders are in a position to impact the lives of many people. Mm -hmm. And in today's age, now through COVID, and the experiences that we have had there, I, I believe that leaders can shift how they think to grow the resources of people within their organizations in a way that would reduce attrition, empower their teams, and most importantly, create cultures based on trust. And it begins with them releasing the trauma that they hold within themselves.
0: Right. I think that's fascinating and I completely agree. I think the hardest thing is how do you uncover that trauma and then what do you do to work on it?
1: Communication is where it begins. Mm -hmm. So trauma is, first of all, defined Um, as an emotional response to a terrible event, and that could be an accident, it could be rape, it could be a natural disaster, right? and the defining factors are shock and denial. Those are typical, but longer-term effects could include things like unpredictable emotions, flashbacks, having strained relationships with yourself or with others, or even something that we take for granted, like physical symptoms, such as headaches or nausea. Mm -hmm. So when I work with someone, I look at how they are feeling. First of all, physically, because that's something really easy to define. Right. And through the, answers and the manner and the words in which people use to respond to that allows me then to delve into the root cause of the of the symptoms that they're speaking of right when we uncover the root cause then we can eliminate that from the nervous system and then we're able to grow into the person that we need to become in order to, um, to work with others, to be healthier and to eliminate stress.
0: Right. And I think what's interesting is with this, and this is from the last time we talked and we had a conversation, it's sometimes happening subconsciously, right? You have these symptoms that are coming from trauma in your past. could be when you were a child, when you were a teenager. And the these symptoms manifest themselves. And it's subconscious, you don't realize that you're living your life this way, or you're thinking this way from this, until you bring it to light. Would you say that's, that's correct?
1: In every single situation. Right. And it's because shock and denial are the first things that we push that trauma away with. Right. Right. And so as we continue through life, life brings us the opportunity to be able to address that so that we can move forward. Right. But, you know, one of the most profound statistics is that the majority of heart attacks that happen Mm -hmm. occur on Monday morning.
0: Wow. That's interesting.
1: (laughs) So there's an 11 percent increased risk of heart attacks on Monday morning between 6 a.m. and noon. Now so that's, that's fairly yeah. profound especially when we're talking about how chronic stress right, is something right. that many leaders experience
0: especially on a, a Monday morning if it makes sense and monday
1: mornings are the worst now here's another interesting statistic is that the greatest number of work related suicides occur on saturday evenings wow So heart attack and stress are 46.7% of the population die from those two things.
0: That's incredible. That's almost half.
1: And it's preventable.
0: So this is what I really love because I can tell from my own personal experience, I think a lot of like my past work I've done in career, I wasn't able to achieve certain things simply because of my own fears and anxieties that I had to overcome. And they say this all the time, get out of your comfort zone, right? Get out of your comfort zone, become self-aware and get over those hurdles. So what, what do you recommend people begin to do to become more self aware of this trauma and then work work at it to achieve more what would you say is the advice for that
1: well i have several ways that we can do that awareness is the very first step and when an individual is feeling that stress, rather than calling it just stress, ask yourself, what is it that's going on for me right now? Where is it coming from? Is it mine? Or is it someone else's? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And when we are able to recognize where it's coming from, that's the very, very first step. So my father said, when we point a finger at someone else, and there are three fingers pointing back at us, and that's a clue when we notice, or we're angry at someone else, or we're stressed by someone else, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I, I believe strongly that that is our nervous systems way of saying, listen. You have that happening within yourself three times greater. That's why this person is a trigger for you. And so you have the opportunity there to take a look inside and ask yourself those questions. What is this about? Where is it coming from? Is it mine? Mm-hmm. Is it passed down from the generations? Yeah. Or is it something that I've experienced and I'm not willing to look at? Right. Right. Also, if you're feeling pain in your body, and you don't know where the pain came from, because there's no actual injury that goes along with it, that's another clue that you are living in trauma, or that trauma is coming forward and needs to be addressed. If it isn't addressed, you will become ill.
0: Over time, gradually, it'll just get get worse. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I have worked with a lot of people, for example, who have experienced different forms of cancer
0: mm-hmm.
1: and some of whom I have known personally for a very long time and through their very language that they had used for decades, the results of their language ended up in the exact type of cancer that they predicted for themselves wow. So I think we have a lot of ability to determine our own health, wellness, and physical strength through understanding the impact that trauma and shock can have
0: Mm -hmm. on
1: our bodies, and the way in which we speak to ourselves.
0: Do you feel like in some ways, um, we can become victims of it, but we need to figure out how not to allow it to make us a victim. Is that sort of the mindset we should have, or is
1: that is that maybe wrong? A victim mindset is very much learned helplessness, right we're only born with two fears and that's the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Mm -hmm. Everything else in terms of fear is all learned. And so victim being a victim and having experienced being a victim is a learned helplessness situation. Mm -hmm. And so you can unlearn it. Right. Right. We are greater than our circumstances. We are more than the things that have occurred to us. And we must forgive ourselves for not having all the answers. And we also must be free and open to ask for the help that we're looking for. And leaders, especially business leaders, have placed themselves in a position oftentimes that they believe they must have all the answers or they're not good enough. Right. Right. Powerful leaders have many coaches and many mentors because the truth is that we can't do life alone and we can't possibly know what it, like have all the answers. We just don't
0: right 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 that is so, yes yeah very interesting mhm
1: so truly it's important to you know recognize okay i have a limitation here and trauma most of the time the trauma that has occurred in our childhood before the age of 8 gives us a very profound foundation to the life that we live. And, for, and I'll give you one quick example, is that let's say um, I'm the type of person who really enjoys people recognizing who I am and the things that I do. Mm-hmm. And when I was four years old, I drew some artwork and I was laughed at by my siblings. Mm-hmm. And they told me I was a terrible artist and I would never amount to much. Right. That four year old person decided to believe that story. Right. And so then, for many years, lived a life believing that she wasn't valued. Right. So many of the actions that that person would have taken then would have been to fulfill I'm not valued. It makes a lot of sense. They recognized just a minute i am valued but let's look at the root cause And when you pluck the root cause out then you're able to then grow that little part of yourself to the adult self
0: and i think what's interesting is there are the people in history that have transcended the you know the the people that criticize them. I mean, you hear stories about like Michael Jordan, who was cut from his high school basketball team and ended up becoming one of the best basketball players in the world. Um, So do you think that it's important to try to transcend, transcend that those criticisms and those people that tell you, no, you can't do it and use it as fuel to prove them wrong. Do you think that's a positive way sometimes to handle it?
1: Again, I would consider the source. Yeah. And if it is someone who is doing it out of love and who cares about you, then, you know, consider that element of it. And if it is someone who is, um, you know, oftentimes the people who are closest to us, who love us are living from their own fears. Right. Right right? So if Michael Jordan was told by, um, by his mother that, you know what, you're a lousy basketball player, in all honesty, you'll never make it, that would have a completely different impact than a coach saying, you yeah. know what, you're just not good enough. Right. And Michael Jordan decided, oh, you don't think I'm good enough? Watch me. I yeah. will do whatever it takes because that is my heart and my dream and my purpose and he knew that and he went forward with that right right so the source of where those things come from are also important to note but if it triggers trauma within us then we know that that trauma likely occurred when we were children
0: right yeah i think that's that's very true, even looking at myself, I felt that. So, let's circle back to your company. So what what is your approach? If someone comes to you to find that trauma, work through it, what how do you typically approach that with your your clients?
1: It's through communication. We Mm -hmm. start with where they're at. Then I will do a personality profile with them so they can understand from an objective viewpoint what their strengths and weaknesses are. And it's not a judgment piece at all. Yeah. Um, And then we look at the patterns that their life has taken. Mm -hmm. And in looking at patterns, we're then... I'm then able to transcend through that into the root cause. Once we eliminate the root cause of the pattern, it's as though the doors are opened. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, now I can move forward. And much of the physical symptoms that were present seem to just melt away.
0: Right. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: So and it, it yeah. takes a little bit of time. It's not something that occurs, you know, in 10 or 15 minutes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but at the end of the day, the foundation is trust. Right. And when we come back to trusting ourselves and believing that we can have the life that we envision for ourselves and now move forward into it. Those are the two pieces that we get to when people work with me.
0: And I think it's important also to think about the fact that it's really for anybody, right? It doesn't matter. You don't have to be a CEO or an executive to work on yourself. Um, you could be any age and anybody working anywhere even a student and really work on this right
1: yes yes if you're living and breathing whether you're young or old or you know anywhere in between the life that we want is possible
0: yeah that's that's really interesting what about let me ask you this physically when you talk about you know, and I explore this myself. We talk about the body and the mind working together. What do you recommend? And obviously you have experience from massage therapy and the body. What do are, what are you recommend or advise people do? I mean, everybody says exercise, but is there anything in particular, or any certain activity or daily regimen you think would be beneficial to help cope with the trauma or the stress? that you're facing now or from your past? Is there anything you recommend people can, can do simply and easily every day or right away?
1: Yeah, there sure is. And it's not what you expect. It is to laugh, Laugh. to laugh from the belly for at least one entire minute. Wow, every single day, that is one of the best workouts you can give your body. And did you know that if through the course of the day, you laugh for 10 full minutes, belly laughing, Mm -hmm. that it is like an hour on a rowing machine.
0: Wow, I did not know that.
1: Mm Hmm. And so how phenomenal is it that we don't have to be with any equipment, we don't have to be in a special room, we don't have to do any of that, but we can just simply laugh anywhere we are. You can be at a set of lights and laugh for the whole time that the the light is red and you'll feel fantastic. You can go into the bathroom and I call this when you're at work, doing office laughter and start really, really quiet and then let yourself laugh a little bit louder and a little bit louder for about a minute. And by doing that, I challenge every single person who listens to this to attempt this and notice how much more energy they have in their body. Notice that they have a smile on their face and it will last for an hour or so longer after you're finished. Notice that when people come around you for the next hour, that they will feel a different warmth and a different sensation about who you are. And laughter is a most powerful medicine. And when we see children laughing, we can't help but laugh with them. Right. That's the way you want to live your life. You want to have that 10 minutes of laughter every single day. And the interesting thing is that people say, well, it's fake laughter. But the subconscious mind does not know it's fake. It can't tell the difference whether you're genuinely laughing or not. But I promise you that by the end of the minute, it will be genuine, especially if you're laughing in a mirror.
0: People listening don't feel uh, embarrassed if you're just <laughs> Caught laughing in the bathroom.
1: <laughs> well, at That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know,
0: but that is, I mean, it's true, though. I mean, I think when we laugh, um, you just feel better. Even if it's a stressful situation and you laugh at it, you immediately feel better. So that's very interesting.
1: And like you that. can prevent heart attack and stress, you can overcome depression. Um, by laughter.
0: So go watch a comedian. (laughs) No,
1: no, actually no laughter. No, don't go. You see, this is a miss. It's not about laughing at something. It's that carefree laughter.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That carefree laughter at nothing, laughing for no reason. Okay. Open up your credit card bill and laugh at that. <laughs> okay. You know, look at yourself in the mirror and laugh at that. Um, pretend that your best friend is in the room and laugh with your best friend. Yeah. Laugh at a memory that makes you joy filled and laugh using your whole body. When we laugh at a comedian, it's more of a chuckle, right? Right. But laughter that's using the entire body engages the nervous system. It releases hormones from our brain, from our amygdala, um, into the forebrain and it lasts for several hours. Wow. Whereas cortisol, which is stress-provoking, lasts 26 hours. Oxytocin, which is the bonding hormone, only lasts four hours. And so every four hours, if you laughed for a minute, your day would be greatly improved.
0: That is, I've never, and I've read a lot of books on this kind of stuff, and I've never heard that. And it's really interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. So, so out when there I work laugh. with
1: people, yeah. yes, get out there and laugh. Wake up in the morning, go, ha ha, world, I'm ready for a new day. Are you ready <laughs> for me? And then laugh for a minute. Yeah. And your day will begin on a very strong and positive note.
0: That's good to know.
1: Yeah. It's not about the coffee.
0: It's not about the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, Jenin, it's been a great conversation. I really would love to talk to you more, but we are limited on time. But I do think you have a lot of great things to offer and a lot of insight for people out there. So could you tell people how to contact you or find you if they are interested in speaking to you more about how to overcome their trauma and be more successful and healthy in their life?
1: Absolutely. They're welcome to reach me at www.7dceo.com. And all of my contact information is there.
0: That is great. Well, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your week. And I know we'll talk soon.
1: Okay. Thanks a million, Ryan. Have a great day.
0: You too. And laugh.
1: (laughs) And laugh, laugh at all.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in becoming an episode sponsor, please email me at livingryan at gmail.com. And thank you so much.